TCL is a proud sponsor of the Score North Studios. TCL, America's fastest growing TV brand. Stories of that game and what happened in the clubhouse is just fantastic. There's no game that can bleep you like this one. <laughs> it's Roycey on baseball. Let's go here. Welcome in, Roycey on Baseball. It's a Score North Twin Show. Derek Wetmore and Patrick Roycey here with you. Pat holding down the fort in Golden Valley. How are you today, sir? Oh, I'm just exactly like I was yesterday and the day before that and the day before that. And, uh, you know, I'm just uh, getting fatter by the minute. Sure. Uh, This is the the worst thing that's uh, ever happened to food consumption because, really, uh, the conversation is, what are you watching? What do you want to eat? <laughs> I saw your Twitter video where you said as much. Yes, yes, it's uh, it's uh, it's a it's a very boring time in our lives, and uh, uh, we certainly have a lot of uh, pompous people writing letters to the editor and lecturing us all on how we should be behaving, and uh, uh, we don't need that anymore. We know what we're supposed to be doing. Shut up. Let's just wait and get this thing over with and stop with your pontificating <laughs> in your letters to the editor and other places. So okay? you are Let's hunkered down, go. right, Pat? That is the you're going out for groceries and stuff, but you're basically holding down the floor. Well, I'm not, you know, I might take a walk around the block. I think right. we're safer outside than inside, sure. frankly. <laughs> and, uh, you know, I'll not, I'm not. There's nothing else to do but go to the I grocery store, right? Yeah. Go to the pharmacy. Go to the grocery store. Go to the gas. I went and got gas yesterday just because I wanted to pay that little for gas. I didn't really need it, but I thought that uh, this is uh, it was quite a flashback to previous days. I think I paid two twenty five for premium or something. I don't even need premium. I just put premium in the car just for something to do. Um, That's right. You well, feel like you're beating the system when you see these gas prices. Congratulations. Hey, uh, we are three days away from what would have been opening day, so this week is going to be, Pat, for me, uh, probably especially tough as we're sort of in lockdown due to coronavirus. Yeah, it's, uh, it's uh, I don't know, and it's beginning to, if they're telling Tokyo that you have to cancel the Olympics, now a lot of people get there ahead of time, but that's July. Right. Right. So, uh, I mean, are they? If, if we get to June first and there's still no end in sight, I don't think we're going to have a baseball season. I think they'll just pull the plug, don't you? How many games would you need to see for for you to think that there could be one? Because if they started on July half, one, I'm half, okay, half probably. Sure. You know, don't you think? I mean, yeah. if they could, you know, you could almost start it with an all star game and uh, play half of them. You know, I think. Uh, when they came back from the strike uh, in uh, 81, was it? Was it 81 we had the strike? Uh, and uh, Or 82, I can't remember. 81. <clears throat> I think they started it with the All-Star game that was scheduled in Cleveland, and then they played the second half there. So okay. you could, you know, you could take last year's All-Star selections, or you could take almost the, how about this? The greats of the game from the decade. From the previous decade, 2010 to 2019, you that are still playing, still active, still productive, you put them together, you have an all-star game, and uh, wherever it was supposed to be, uh, where was it supposed to be? I can't remember. Uh, was San Diego? Was I th- I, I San Diego was in my head. 
But you start it with that all-star game, and then you start the season, and you play half the schedule, or you play 90 games or something like that. That is 85, you know, 80 games. That would work. Uh, Dodger Stadium. I strike oh, that. that. Yeah, that would be a raucous place to uh, to kick it off again, right? Well, uh, I mean, the I mean, romantic. might be doable. The romantic in me wants this uh, around 4th of July weekend, baseball to be back, and uh, hopefully we've turned such a corner that you could have crowds, but that might be optimistic. Yeah, I'm not a big guy. I don't think we should come back without crowds. I told you that last week. I just think that uh, when, when you come back, it's got to be a celebration of America, right? Yeah, that we uh, that we survived. I think uh, if you can't play, if you have if you can't have crowds, you're just asking the owners to lose more millions of dollars, aren't you? I guess they could get half the TV money, but uh, uh, that's the other deal. I'm sure they're negotiating right now with their TV uh, people and and. Uh, Saying, uh, well, you know, if you don't make us give your money back, then we'll give you a better deal the next time, or we'll extend it, or do something, you know. Gosh, and I'm wondering too, Pat. Okay, with the caveat of bigger problems in the world, I get it. Uh, Are we paying for our MLB packages this year? How does that work? Uh, I don't know. I I don't. uh, There were so many games on. The last, and they, you know, I was a Comcast customer for a long time, 30 years or something. And, and the, uh, the, the fact that so many of the games on that package were not on HD, yeah. I finally stopped paying for it two, three years ago. So I, I guess the online packages that people buy, uh, they'll have to not charge you, right? I mean, they charged me. To, <laughs> oh, they already charged yeah, you. Yeah, it hit my credit card in spring training. Well, yeah, they'll just have to, uh, you know, credit it to you for, you know, you can tell them whether you want your money taking sure. it off your bill. It's easy enough to take it off your bill sure. the next time. Yeah, like I say, like, it's it's interesting. There are bigger problems in the world, of course, but on but the baseball. You know, we, we're, everybody's whining about businesses. This is a business. That's right. You know? That's right. And I mean, this is, uh, you know, this is a business, and uh, it's, uh, it's, it's taking a hit just like everybody else. And by the way, everybody who badmouths sports, as we said last week, sports is the reason we responded to this dang thing like we did. Yeah, that's right. That's we right. We finally, it took the NBA saying we're not playing anymore for the country to hit the panic button and say, okay, uh, we can't uh, we can't keep walking around, uh, going to restaurants and hugging out the waitresses and waitresses and uh, waiters and everybody, so... But uh, the, the the big problem here for all sports teams, all of America, is how horrible the unemployment and uh, economy is going to be when we get out the other end of this thing. Yeah. What the the the, uh, the they're now saying unemployment might hit thirty percent. I saw that prediction. Wow. Yeah. I mean, yeah. that's a huge number. That is, and and people will not be be you know. First of all, you know, half the restaurants may never come back. And, uh, you know, people are going to, uh, you know, you're not going to say, okay, it's over, we're all clear, and then uh, everybody's going to get rehired. It's going to take forever to build the businesses back up. So I'm not, I'm, I am not an economist. All you got to look at is my investment record. I am not an economist. <laughs> but, uh, but uh, you know, it's obvious that this is going to be a disaster of untold proportions. Yeah, I mean. You it- know, there are times where you're just – Sitting around doing nothing, which is dang near all the time, and you can't comprehend this. I looked yesterday, last night, I think, at 
It was either Amazon or Netflix, one of the two. And the most popular on the top of the movie list was like five of the eight were pandemic movies. Yeah, jeez. I know, you know, I saw that too. I mean, God almighty, give me a nice lousy comedy or something, you know. So Unbelievable. But, but but the fact we watched these movies all those years and said, oh yeah, this is another you know another world destruction movie, and now we're living it. It's, it's amazing. It's the reality. So let's move off of it if we can and talk a little bit of baseball, Pat, because I did mention this would have been opening week for the Twins. They'd be out in Oakland. Um, gosh, there was some talk about moving that game to Arizona or Las Vegas, and that just seems yeah, like that was a long time ago. That seems like months ago. Be contained to California, right? Right. It seems like months ago that this would be maybe only a West Coast issue or something like that. But uh, are you a guy who sits and doodles out opening day lineups, Pat? Uh, well, I doodled mine on this one a long time ago, and. Uh... And I, I had people telling me I was wrong, but my opening day Twins lineup was Polanco hitting first, Donaldson hitting second, Cruz hitting third, Kepler or Rosario hitting fourth, Sano hitting fifth, Kepler or Rosario hitting sixth, Garber hitting seventh, Buxton hitting eighth. That's assuming he was playing, and Arise hitting ninth. That was my lineup. Yeah, I I like it. I think that the Twins are looking pretty hard at Arise in the top spot. You and, think he hit the fact he hit a hundred in spring training uh, would have uh, would have made him just you know I, I know not many decisions are made in spring training but he did not hit well in spring training he didn't hit the ball that hard in spring training uh, I'm wondering if maybe they'd say hmm, is he feeling a little bit uh, to maintain what he did I, I you know I love him I think he's a uh, going to be a really good little player, but the uh, the idea that he was the next crew and all that is nonsensical. And I I don't know I I I think if spring training had proceeded as it was proceeding, he would have hit ninth. Could be, could be. I I do know that the Twins uh, will think about spring training, Pat. But I think they'd do what you and I just did. It's like it's it's a topic of conversation, but I I don't think it's what makes their decisions under Rocco Falvey at all. But. But I can say that when you have a track record, right? Sure, sure, sure. And this kid's hit everywhere, but he's only been in the big leagues. When did he come up? June? June, I think. Maybe late May. Yeah. Because he was up and back, remember? And he became a regular. Then he he became the guy about a month later because he was kind of alternating with scope there for a while. Yep. Uh, So, yeah, I don't know. I mean, there's just a possibility that he comes to spring trading and – and he he's gets into that, ooh, i got to prove myself again mode because he did not hit in spring training. Now, what I don't know, what was it, 25 at-bats, 30 maybe? Sure. And I'm not saying a lot of conclusions should be made, but I'm, I bet they were curious the next couple of weeks to see if he was going to start hitting or not. You remember, I think you it know, was had, 2018 that Buxton came to spring training after he'd had a great month of September yep. or something, and they... they hit him towards the top of the lineup, and it was like, oh, uh-oh, he's not ready for that. Well, I have said, you know, and I'm not Miss, I'm not Charlie Lowell, but, uh, boy, is that an old-time reference. Uh, but, <laughs> I'll Google it. Uh, yeah, he was a hitting guru for George Brett and those guys, right. as if George Brett needed a hitting right. guru. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, you know, I saw him that spring. After his really good finish in 17, it was 17 he had the good finish, right? Yep, he se- had September of, of 2017. 
And I said, oh, the same old bad habits, taking strike one and then swinging wildly. We've, all, all that spring, we saw the same old bad habits. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you, you, okay, spring training doesn't mean anything, but it does when you've seen it does when Miguel Sano shows up weighing 320, and it does when you've got a guy with a history of bad swings who then seemed to figure it out, but now is in spring training trying to prove it to himself again and starts flailing away. And, you know, that's what I'm just saying. I think Arise, as much as we liked him, had something to prove to himself this spring, and at the point that spring training ended, he wasn't proving that to himself. Sure, I could see it. So I'd, if you want to move a rise down, I'd I'd switch my lineup up a little bit. I'd go, so they have two different lineups, one against righties, one against lefties. They did it last year. They'll do it again if and when we resume baseball this year. I had Luis at the top, and then Josh Donaldson, Nelson Cruz, Max Kepler, Miguel Sano, Jorge Polanco, Eddie Rosario, Alex Avila, and Byron Buxton. You could probably flip the switch hitting Polanco with the rise and, and take some of the pressure off him there and, and just bump Polanco up to the top, even though I don't love and, that. And here's the other thing you can do. You could have done. You could kept, keep Kepler where he was last year. That worked out okay. Yeah, I'd say. <laughs> and, like, and you know who could hit fourth for you? Polanco. Sure. You know. If you want him to. not Because not, you don't care where your power is anymore when it's you everywhere. hit 300 home runs. Yeah. Right? It's everywhere. You can put a hitter like him and to split up Miguel and uh, and Cruz, and then you can have you know Rosario hitting sixth, which might be a, a better lineup. I you know, to me the guy that really looked in spring training that really opened my eyes again, I thought was headed for fan fantastic season was Polanco. I just there was just the look about him was just completely different. Last year he came in. He was still a little paranoid about the steroid thing. I've told the story when I told him he looked bigger, and he said, no, no, it's the same. <laughs> yeah, it's just the and same. He was, I think what happened last year, he put that behind him. He made the all-star team. He was a confident guy. He's a great – I mean, he was a great prospect. It's just that he got signed at the same time as Miguel. And, you know, didn't get the didn't get as much attention, and he didn't get as much attention as – as Kepler, but he might be the best player of those three. Hmm. You know, not a great, not the greatest shortstop of all time, but a switch hitting son of a gun. I love him, and I, you know, you could hit him fourth because he might not be your classic leadoff hitter, and and then you got Kepler's track record. But you know what, Buxton healthy, there's no you could throw darts with this lineup, and it wouldn't make any difference. Yeah. That's right. That's what's sad, really sad about this for Twins fans. This was going to be fun, man. It really was, and it still might be, but it's just a different feel. Uh, sort of the wind out of your sails, thinking this is a possible World Series team this year. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they had a chance. I was not in the panic of uh, what the uh, pitching that, uh, that everybody else was. Now, what do we do we know yet? I know you guys had a conference call with Falvey last week. Do yeah. we know yet when... Are they maintaining any dates that they have to 
like option guys so they don't start giving them service time that's all being nego- still being negotiated right yeah that's not at a twins level they they told us that that's an MLB level decision but i i yeah i know and but MLB has not yet say it says that okay this would be your opening day you know thursday you would have to submit your rosters by opening day and to to uh, avoid service time for all these guys in in future, you know, in future, uh, I don't know what appeals or whatever. Sure, yeah, or arbitration years, or yeah, does a guy yeah, get free yeah, agency? That, all that stuff. I mean, that's all obviously being negotiated, and yeah. nobody could be too hard headed about it. Obviously, oh, but, yeah. uh, you know, it would be a disaster for baseball if you took in no money and you had to give everybody a year of service time. Well, think about the Dodgers. They just traded for Mookie Betts, and if he's a free agent next year, whoops. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's uh, that is uh, you know. Well, you know what? The Dodgers, uh, the Red Sox would say, "Okay, keep. We don't want. Him. We don't. We don't. You know that we're not taking him back. We don't want that contract. So, but I, you know, nobody's going to get paid, right? I don't know, though, Pat. I, you can't pay them. I mean, they're not playing. You can't pay them. Right. You know? So here's where I go back and forth in my head is like. I bet there's language, by the way. Yeah, no doubt. language that says if the season is canceled or something. Well, geez, do you think uh, Scott Boris had a clause in his contracts negotiated for global pandemic shutdowns? He might have. <laughs> he might have. If there's one guy smart enough to have done it. Uh, <laughs> it's entirely not possible. Not even he can be saying, you know. In the midst of this, with the country going trillions of dollars in debt, I don't think Scott can raise. I want my guy wants his three hundred million. Yeah, you know? that's right. Well, I do wonder though, like how much value do we place? Is a guy signed to play his one hundred and fifty-five games or whatever, or is there value beyond the actual game played? I mean, should these guys get a portion of their salaries, or yeah, if, if they come a, back? And I, I did read something, and they're not making noise about it because. Uh, you know, it's a bad look. Oh, you know, every time you say anything that's not concerned about social distancing and staying in your house and uh, grandma's sick and all that stuff, you know, then you're, you know, it's not important. Well, you know, it's, it might not be important, but it's life and sports mm. are big part of the world and a big part of america and uh you know these are decisions they gotta make right yeah i wrote a column uh, about a week ago on some of these big unanswered questions and service time kind of the front and center in my mind but yeah it's like okay we can we can talk about the coronavirus and its spread across the united states and how we're dealing with it but like there are 24 hours in a day and we're going to sleep for some of them but we're not going to talk about coronavirus for the other you know 18 hours or whatever it is that we've got left, you know? Yeah, but... Uh, Some know, people want us a, to, but most people don't, Pat. There's a certain Pat. amount of uh, pomposity out there on this issue. And we just started talking about it at the start, that that's what they want. I've been, uh, you know, I've been trying to keep it somewhat lighthearted on Twitter, and actually that's gone over fairly well. Yeah. I haven't gotten many complaints about we've it. I mean, f- we've got to have some entertainment. Right? right. We've gotten some feedback on, well, the Twins show and other Score North shows specifically that, like, hey, thanks for doing something that's not wall-to-wall coronavirus coverage. So we're going to keep bringing sports entertainment where possible. Yes. Now, of course, the big fear for all of us is there's stories right now, right? How about a month from now? Oh, I know it. <laughs> Trust me. I've gone down that from path. Now? Yeah. 
Well, yeah. I've got a few ideas. And, Pat, that actually leads me to my question here. <laughs> a few here. ain't enough. I got no room for you, pal. <laughs> yeah. A few ain't enough. As I said uh, the other day on Twitter, I got four ideas for next week. I came up with another one, so I got five. But if this lasts 18 months, I need 152 more. You know, so. <laughs> I know it. Yeah, here. And that's just on a two-a-week pace. I'll so. give you my 60 baseball column ideas that don't have to do anything with baseball. Send them to you in a mm-hmm. PDF or something. Um, you know, in spring training, back in the day, when you rode for two cycles and you were down there forever, and they didn't play games for like two weeks at least, you basically took the spring training invites. There was about only about eight of them, so there's about 48 players down there, maybe even less, because sometimes the roster wasn't full. And you just make a little check mark by next. Oh yeah, have I written this one yet? Oh you yeah, know, you know that's you might have to start doing that with uh, you know local athletes on various rosters. <laughs> so one thing I thought about was. Uh, I don't think I'm going to do this because I was thinking about it, just noodling on it on my drive over to the Hubbard Studios. Writing a story to the the guys that I'd talked to in spring and had stories sort of in the can, ready to roll out one by one as yeah. spring progressed. Maybe just write them as this, if the season was on and everything was normal. Hey, Tyler Duffy, big year yeah, for you. Right. How are you doing, buddy? Okay, what do we write about when we got nothing to write about? June 22, 1996, I'm on the road with the Twins for some reason uh, as, as a columnist. And where the hell are we? Uh, uh, it was in New York. We're in New York. And so I, you know, this is a column I wrote. Rich Becker is sitting in his undergarments, they said, staring blankly at ESPN's tape of a roller hockey game. You look bored, someone said, me, you know. The center fielder kept his green gaze on the screen and he said, you never know, maybe I'll learn something watching this. So this is before, uh, so now down in the dugout, there, there are a bunch of them down there, and they start telling stories about a former twin. Now, Gardy's a coach then, and they start telling stories about a guy named Mike Randall, who I looked up, never made it to the big leagues, but he was an outfielder. And uh, I've been, I got to try to find him. He looks like he's baseball. According to baseball reference, he's still with us. But anyway, Gardy's the coach and said, best rainout out story ever. We're with Orlando in the Southern League. You could see some thunderstorms in that league, right? Right, Reb? And he was talking to Jeff Rebele, and Rebele said, oh, yeah. And he said, so, Gardy, we're in Jacksonville. You can hear the storm coming. All of a sudden, the sky lights up with lightning. The rain starts to come down in buckets. Everyone runs for cover. The fielders, the coaches, the umpires, except one guy. Rebele smiled and said, Mike Randall. Now it's R-A-N-D-L-E. Gardy said, you got it. Randall was the runner on second base for us. The lightning is all around. He's out there with a batting helmet. The guy is going to get killed. We're all in the dugout shouting, go, Mike, go. Randall starts looking around, first for the second baseman, then for the shortstop. He wants to make sure no one is sneaking up on him behind him for a pickoff. Then he takes off for third. We're yelling go to save his life, and he thinks we want him to score. He's going to get us a run. 
Gardner Revelay said Mike could run, and 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 then Revelay and Gardner, two of the people who were together as manager and coach in another life, started telling Randall stories. Mike could run, and he had some talent, but he was as intense, crazy son of a gun. Gardner said he would practice jumping into the fence. He would just jump into the fence and reach up with his glove for an imaginary fly ball. You would be taking early batting practice, and you would hear these thumps, and it would be Mike out there banging into the fence. <laughs> Revelay said he would practice drag butting off a tee, <laughs> off a tee. Yes. And Gardy, then Gardy said, how about the spin move? He played left field. He would practice coming to the line, fielding the ball, then spinning and making throw to the second base. He might practice the spin move for an hour's come the baseball flying in from left field, almost killing the infielders. We would yell at him, Mike, practice the spin move later. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Anyway, there was a bunch of others, sir. Some competitive fire there. Had the numbers... Revelle took off his cap and ran his index finger along the bill near the sweat bed. Mike had numbers and letters written in the, here in no sequence on the you know on the sweat bed. Uh, this is Revelle saying it might be FD four eleven eight two H thirty six N something like that. Just those numbers scrawled on the bill. I asked him, Mike, what is that? Phone numbers? What he says. No, he said it was his formula for hitting. If he followed this formula, <laughs> he would get hits. <laughs> and then Gardy smiled and said, uh, I wonder whatever happened to good old Mike. Uh anyway, he was uh he uh, was released by the twins April nine, nineteen ninety one and uh he got twenty thousand to sign. Anyway, those were the days when you had some access. <laughs> yeah, wow. You could just sit there and have them tell stories during the rainout. And uh, I'd love to track down Mike and make sure he's still among the living. But uh, I just ran across that story when I was looking something else up. And I wondered. I saw the headline. My headline, and the, the headline they wrote on it said, uh, uh, what was it? He runs, he hits, he's nuts. <laughs> I can look for this day in baseball history stuff. I started tracking that a little bit over the weekend, but do you have AP, a... AP, I think. Okay. Uh, AP does one. I think it's AP. Maybe not. There's. We have, Let me check that out because we have, we have access to it, you know. Public or while, Star Tribune employees? If you, get, like, the, if you get the paper before the... Uh, before the, all the box scores are in and they're holding space for the box scores, like the early edition, or sometimes even if the night games don't get over, sure. you'll look and there'll be like a big filler of this day in baseball oh, I used to history. Love it. Because, because there, there'll be like 15 things in there because they use it as a filler for a box score. I look forward so. to your Sunday section every week because they'd always put that in with the extra space. Yeah, 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 because, you know, with the earlier deadlines, you there's always big holes in the mm-hmm. in the box score uh, section. That's, I hope we don't come back from this. Uh, you know, there's always these, the eternal conversation about whether 
print newspapers should have box scores or not because they're available so many places. And uh, and uh, our, our former boss, Glenn Crevier, fought bitterly to uh, keep the box scores, man. He, well, he wanted the box scores. And, uh, and I think you still got to have them in there, don't you? You still got to have them in there. Just the in newspaper. case somebody does pick up a paper edition, you don't want to go to the Internet. I think now uh, you guys uh, you, you guys know how to do the uh, computer simulations. Uh, you might have to have start keeping the standings for the Twins here starting Thursday, March twenty sixth. MLB Sims at ScoreNorth.com. I'm sure we'll have something on that. Oh, we got time okay. on our hands. Yeah, you got to have the uh, what kind of year they're having. Keep stats. Uh, <laughs> I think I think everybody will be. Hey, how about this NASCAR thing yesterday, man? They had like a virtual race. With all, with some of the drivers in there and their own, be the best thing ever happened in NASCAR. Yeah. <laughs> Nobody was watching the real stuff. Sure. They said the good part now is if there's a crash, they can get it cleaned up in like two minutes, uh, two seconds sure. instead of a half an hour. Reset. So anyway, save the game. We'll, reset. We'll see it. Come on, Mayo Clinic. I'm counting on you, baby. Get us out of this thing in about a month, will you? Come on. He's Patrick Royce. I'm Derek Wetmore. The Score North Twin Show is Royce on Baseball. Stay safe out there, folks. Wash your hands and remember, the Astros cheated and lied about it. Yeah, and we don't give a damn anymore. You're listening to Royce on Baseball on Score North on 1500 and scorenorth.com. Planning for a secure future requires sound investment advice. That's why I rely on my guy, Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold, for guidance in planning and maintaining a long-term financial strategy. This is Ricey, and I've known Josh for many years. I trust Josh and recommend him because he listens and delivers the kind of service that you'll need to feel confident about your financial future. I encourage you to get to know him the same way I did many years ago. Call Josh Arnold at 952 952- 925-5608 and set up your 48-minute no-obligation consultation. Call 952-925-5608. You'll always get straight talk, not sugar-coated advice. Call Mr. Money Talk, Josh Arnold at 952-925-5608. Investment advisor services offered by Josh Arnold Investment Consultant, LLC, a registered advisor in the state of Minnesota. Planning to buy a new boat this year? Glenn Perkins here for my friends at Nelson Marine. The Nelson Marine difference is about customer service and a knowledgeable team of sales and service pros. Two large showrooms filled with an impressive inventory of the best brands in the business. London Crestliner Fishing Boats, South Bay Pontoons, powered by Yamaha, Suzuki, Mercury, and Evinrude. Nelson Marine has been creating happy customers for 75 years. Visit their showroom on Highway 61 in White Bear Lake online at nelsonmarine.biz. To be your best every day... You need proven quality sleep every night. Science proves your best sleep is vital to your mental, emotional, and physical health. And that's where the Sleep Number Bed comes in. And let me tell you, ever since I've had it, my Sleep IQ score is just going higher and higher. And did you know 8 out of 10 couples say that one of them sleeps too hot or too cold? Science tells us regulating your sleep temperature leads to higher quality sleep. For many couples... Temperature struggles are a real challenge. So here are some tips to help you both sleep just right. Look for beds designed with temperature benefits such as the new Sleep Number Climate 360 Smart Bed that actively warms and cools each side so you both sleep blissfully comfortable. And now save 40% on the Sleep Number 360 Special Edition Smart Bed. Plus, special financing for a limited time. 
Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com slash podcast one. Sleep Number, the official sleep and wellness partner of the National Football League. Subject to credit approval, minimum monthly payments required. See sleepnumber.com for details.